Welcome to the Sunshine Nutraceuticals podcast with your host, pharmacist, Michael, where you learn everything about happy, healthy living. Now, here's your host, pharmacist, Michael. Welcome to episode seven of the Sunshine Nutraceuticals podcast. Today, we are going to interview Marissa Cooper, who has gastroparesis. We're going to talk a little bit about gastroparesis. And what gastroparesis is, is it's a disease where the stomach cannot empty itself of food in a normal fashion. So this is an interesting topic, and I'm just going to let her do most of the talking since she's the one that is experiencing this. And I hope you enjoy this interview. So hello, everybody. I want to introduce you to one of my friends. Her name is Marissa Cooper. Hi, Marissa. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? So my name is Marissa. Um, I'm a 29-year-old female um, with uh, a disease called gastroparesis. And it was found out through a gastric emptying solid study. Okay. And we are going to educate our audience on gastroparesis and probably tell them some things that they might not know. So my first question for you, Marissa, is what is gastroparesis? Gastroparesis is essentially when, so you have something in your stomach called um, persalysis. And what it does is it contracts your stomach to move the food through. Well, what happened to my stomach is it stopped doing that. So it doesn't contract and it doesn't push the food through all of its pipes. I hold on to, I did a gastric emptying study and my study's results were there was 95% remaining in the stomach at 29 minutes, 100% at 64 minutes, 96 at 122 minutes, 87% at three hours, and 74% at 232 minutes, which indicates severe gastroparesis. Okay, so basically when you eat, your food just stays in your stomach. Yes. And how does it get out? Um, so I have what is called a gastric jejunal tube. And if I eat solid food, what I do is I have an extension I hook up to my gastric port and it's a long end and I take a syringe and I will syringe it out or I simply don't eat solid food. I'm tube fed. Okay, so before you found out that you had gastroparesis, what were your symptoms? What made you seek help? Um, early satiety. Um, there was pain with eating. I would get violently ill after I ate. I spent so much time on my bathroom floor. Um, eating was very, very uncomfortable. There was weight loss, and I had very, very off-putting pre-albumin levels, which is a level that they see if you're nourished enough or not. So how do you eat now? If you can't eat regular food, how do you get your nutrition? 
I get my nutrition through a DJ tube. Um, I vent through my G and I eat through my J and my J tube goes, um, it goes all the way down into my jejunum. So we bypass my stomach. Okay. So you are fed by feeding tubes and yes. there's, I'm, I'm assuming there's more than one kind of feeding tube. So what are the different types? An NG goes from your nose to your stomach and NJ goes from your nose to your jejunum. OJs and they go from your mouth to your stomach or OGs. They go from your mouth to your jejunum. Okay, but yours, where does yours go? Yours isn't in your nose, right? No, mine is in my stomach. I have a, what's called a surgically placed tube. Okay, so you feed yourself through a tube that goes straight into your intestines, right? Yes. It goes into the jejunum part of my intestine. Okay. And we talked about how you got diagnosed. They did a gastric emptying study. Was that sulfur colloid? Was it a radioactive? Yeah. They gave me eggs, toast with jelly, and they tell you, eat the eggs. And what about medications? Are there medications that you can use to treat this? Medication was our first route with me. Um, I tried Reglan. I developed an allergic reaction to it. There are a couple off-label medications you can use. Erythromycin, there's Motegrity, are the three big ones that I know about. Okay. And so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about the actual feeding tube because... So if, if you're feeding yourself through a feeding tube, do you ever get hungry? Um... At first I did, but now I don't. Um, I don't get hungry, but I will get craving for something. Like if I see like a bowl of, like if my kids have a bowl of ice cream, I'm like, kind of want some of that. But I don't have hunger cues. So if you don't feed yourself, let's say that you didn't feed yourself for a day or two. How would your body know that you needed more food or more nutrition? It wouldn't. So you, you just wouldn't be hungry at all? No. You just have to basically set a timer or make sure you remember to set your yeah. food up for you. Okay. And what about malnutrition? I'm assuming if you have gastroparesis and you're not treated, you're not going to get any nourishment, right? Because the food's never going to leave your stomach or, or very little will leave your stomach. Very, if I'm fed through my stomach, very little will leave my stomach, but because... I'm fed through um, my small intestine. I'm getting all my nutrition that way because my intestine is what is absorbing my nutrition. Okay. And what Like type... your stomach. Go ahead. Sorry. Like your stomach <laughs> absorbs your nutrition. My intestine absorbs mine. Okay. Got it. And... What type of formula do you use? Are there different kinds? It depends on the person themselves. My formula is called Vital Peptide Elemental Formula. It's really broken down. And then they have people put like through insurance in their feeding tubes. I wasn't a candidate for that. My very first formula was called Osmolite because it didn't have any fiber in it. And with gastroparesis, they don't want you to have a lot of fiber, but the formula I'm on now does have some fiber, but I can digest it without being sick. Because even though I'm fed into my intestine, 
I still have the ability to throw up what is in sitting in my intestines. Right. So I guess my last question and maybe the most important one is what would you tell someone who either has gastroparesis or thinks they might to help them? Fight for your diagnosis. Make them roll everything out because it took me a good year and a half to get to where I'm at. And it took me literally being malnourished and put in the hospital and being told this tube is going to save your life. Like, don't give up on yourself. Keep pushing through. Somebody will listen to you. And it wasn't for me. It wasn't like a gastro doctor. It was an OBGYN who was like, this is a big problem. And, and to me, that's amazing that it, that somebody that's not even, that's not even their specialty would have gave you the most help. You'd think it would be a gastroenterologist that would have been the most helpful for you. My gastroenterologist told me that he didn't know what a feeding tube was and he did not work with them. Yeah, that that's amazing. And, and it's funny because usually I always recommend somebody go to the specialist with whatever ailment that they have. But in your case, it was somebody totally different that helped you the most. Yes. That is amazing. Somebody totally off the wall who helped me. And now I'm thriving. If you would have met me before I had my tube, I was a very grumpy, bitter person. And that was like the lack of nutrients that my body was getting. Right. Is there anything you can't do, Marissa, because of this? Do you feel like it's a disability at all? Ever? I mean, do you do you feel like you're different than other people? Or are you just you just accept the fact? And are you looking for something that can cure this for you? I just accept. So there is no cure for this illness. Um, that was very well put in stone for me. Um, I try not to slow down on it. Like, am I ever going to go to a restaurant and eat a meal? No. Do I use the handicap bathroom and bathroom cells? Yes, because I carry so much tubing with me. Right. But I don't take anything for granted because this is the disease that nearly cost me my life. Right. And we can talk a little bit about that too. It was a surgery, right? So it wasn't my tube placement surgery that did this, but I did have a surgery that did nearly cost me my life and it all unraveled into I needed a feeding tube. So you didn't have gastroparesis until after this surgery? It would have been after my hysterectomy, so it was a few surgeries up. Okay. But you think you're pretty sure that's what actually caused this was was yeah. complications from a surgery. Yeah. Okay. And that's extremely rare. It doesn't normally happen that way, but I don't do anything by the book. Right. Well, I think that's fascinating, and that's why I invited you on here. I, I know I said one last question, but I do have another one for you. Are there different severities of gastroparesis? So could somebody have a mild case where maybe they didn't move food through their system quite as fast as somebody else? There are people with gastroparesis who don't need feeding tubes. So how would they, they can just be treated with medications or do they just eat slower? They're normally treated, 
they're treated with medications. You're told, like, the initial diagnosis, they're told to eat, like, six small meals a day, um, cut out fiber, things like that. Right. Some people can use a G-tube, which goes straight into their stomach because they can digest more, like, liquidy stuff. But, like, even the liquid going into um, my gastric port was still making me sick. So we went straight for a um, DJ. Okay. I, I still, I think it's fascinating. But thank you for coming on. Do you have any questions for me? Do you have any questions for me? I know I've probably answered most of the questions you have for me on on the live streams, but... No, I don't have any questions for you. But if anybody out there needs to get a feeding tube, don't be ashamed of it. And are you willing to ask questions? If anybody sends me questions, can I forward them to you? Yeah, I'll ask questions. Okay. And and the reason is because I don't know, <laughs> I obviously don't know as much about gastroparesis as you do. And you would probably be the best person to answer their questions. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Thanks, Marissa. You're welcome. I want you to have a great evening. Thank you for listening to the Sunshine Nutraceuticals podcast. Visit us today at www.sunshinentc.com. Have a happy, healthy life.